Welcome to the Transcend Health Podcast, where we aim to entertain, educate, and empower our listeners to move beyond pain and injury. Stay tuned to hear interesting conversations about rehabilitation, movement, strength and fitness, plus lots of advice to get you moving and feeling your best. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Transcend Health podcast. Today I've got with me Barton and the new dad bod, <laughs> Duncan White. I'm working on my father figure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about glute pain. Um, so might just start off with you Duncan, if you want to give a bit of a definition around glute pain, like what is it and yeah. how does it usually present? Yeah, so I guess most people talk about a pain in their butt um, and it's not their spouse yeah. or, or their significant other, <laughs> um, but uh, with patients they often uh, will say um, I've got hip pain or I've got a pain in my lower back. Um, they're the two kind of areas I think that we probably see people yep. talk about when we're thinking um, that it might be coming from the glutes or, or some structures around that area. It goes, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. And when, um, like, what do you do about or what kind of presents um, that you might be able to differentiate between, like, as you mentioned, the back or or the glute itself. Yep. Um, is there different presentations that arise? Yeah, 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 for sure. So I think um, firstly, in just, I mean, this is an audio medium, so it's probably a bit hard for the listeners to understand, but if you think about your back pocket area, um, just above it, there's some bony, like it's quite a hard bony bit where your pelvis is, and then around down kind of almost to the bottom of your butt crease. This is where people come in saying they have hip pain usually or back pain. Um, and there's a number of different reasons why you might have pain in that spot. Um, it could be referred from the low back, it's quite common. It could be uh, from the hip joint uh, as well. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that in a sec. Yeah, it could be from the glute muscles or the tendons themselves or other structures like uh, the bursa um, yeah. and that kind of thing. So they're the, I guess, the main structures we think about when there's pain in that area, but um, they may all have a component to it or they, they might not have any component to it. And then I guess it's up to us to um, come up with a diagnosis whether it is coming from the back or yeah, yeah. Or, or even if it's not a diagnosis, a theory as to why the pain's yeah. potentially being felt there. Yeah. Um, and so I guess um, to differentiate that, uh, we do a couple of different things. Do you want to talk to the listeners, Luke, about um, what you perhaps look for? And then I'll add in some little bits if, if I think we've missed anything. Yeah, sure. I guess the first thing would be um, trying to understand it, whether there was like an incident or some kind of mechanism of injury, yeah. like, um, or whether it's just something that's kind of come on over the course of time. Yep. Because um, that could give some indication, um, you know, whether it is 
yeah, a back issue or um, yeah, coming from the hip or whatever else is happening or whether it's like a muscle is, you know, if it's been in a sporting injury or something, yeah. um, you know, it might be leaning more towards, you know, the glute muscle itself or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Um, and then I guess it's just, you know, we just go about our process of um, finding like what movements are provoking the pain. Yep. And then, you know, taking them through some different strategies, whether that's, um, we might be, like if we're gonna test out whether it's coming from the back, yeah. you know, we, we'll, we'll see if we, any of the movements that we take them through with the spine um, affects the glute pain. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if we, if we get a green light or a, a red light there, which I think we've spoke about previously. Yeah. Um, basically, if, if we get a, some kind of signal that just a, a change, changing the, the spine or some kind of spinal movement affects the glute pain, that's a pretty good indication that um, it's a referred pain from the back. Yeah. yeah. And if we don't get that, then we can kind of continue on. Focus more on the glute area itself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's pretty, I think the biggest one there, like you said, is um, was it something that happened? Um, so we can rule out things that are more bony in origin, perhaps if it's an older person, they've had a fall, yeah. is there a fracture? Um, is there some sort of joint trauma if it's a, a car accident or um, a sporting accident or something? But the most of the people we see, it, like you said, just kind of gradually builds up over time. And with those, quite commonly, it's the back, like you've talked about. And sometimes it's arthritis or other joint issues yep. uh, in the hip, which present fairly similarly. And as physios we and um, exercise physiologists, we tend to treat them fairly the same way. Um, surgeons will have different surgical procedures if they're going to address it that way. Um, but we obviously don't cut people open, and <laughs> thankfully. The only other thing, I think, in terms of differentiating or deciding if it's back or hip um, is often if it's a hip problem they'll have groin pain as well or pain in around the groin it's not always the case but often Um, and the activities that you talked about that we'll often test um, the provocative ones the ones that cause pain are different so backs tend to not like um, being sitting and sedentary um, or in one position too long where an arthritic hip yeah. likes you to get your weight off it so it yeah. doesn't mind sitting and actually really doesn't like walking upstairs that can be a, a bit of a hint yeah also with bursa uh, abduction it doesn't seem to like that as well yeah like that's right that's true so that so. bursal like a trochanteric bursitis or something presents him that they don't like stairs they don't like no. being on one leg um, so they, those are little cues that might help the patient figure out where the pain's coming from. It's certainly something we kind of add into our yep. diagnostic processing, I guess. And like, what do you think about like the the crossover between the two as well? Because mm. um, I guess yeah, if we're diagnosing a, a glute problem, that's Keep using that word. We don't diagnose it. <laughs> well, you're we're, a too, aren't we? Yeah. 
It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not putting a label, but, I mean, we're doing some kind of assessment and yeah. coming up with some kind of idea what's going on. Sure. But I guess yeah. you might often find that even if we're suspecting some low back referment, yeah. then with the glute muscles themselves might be tight or they might sure. be... Um, might be weak or yeah um it might be so clear cut as one or the other it might be a bit of a bit of both a bit yeah. of both yeah and that's super common as well um, it's probably almost the most common um but and i mean you think about if you have any understanding of the anatomy um the for example the butt muscles or the main butt muscles um rotate the pelvis so that affects the joints in the lower back as well as um, sending the leg backwards or out to the side or rotating the hip so they they perform when they contract they affect um, both those areas yeah. and in human beings we don't move any one segment in isolation um, or you know we might preference one area more but yeah. it, it, something's always affecting something else so the, the, the two definitely Mesh into one, yeah. and um, I guess uh, if we think about our treatment pathway with our patients, is we might start with addressing a back issue, and then a couple of sessions in, once we start getting an understanding there, and the pain's changing, we'll then address the hip a bit more to yeah. kind of push things along. What would you say to the 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 patient that comes in and? Yeah, they've been having this this glute pain, and they're just on the foam roller, just foam rolling over the spot like every night. Yep, mm-hmm. foam rolling, it, foam mm-hmm. rolling. It. I guess has it helped? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the first question. And, and sometimes it might have. I mean, that can sound like a real smart ass asking that question. I guess it can feel <laughs> like it feel like it's doing something at the time because you're just on that spot. And you're like, yeah, that's the spot. Yeah. yeah. But push the, the follow-up there would be: Does it hold? Yeah. Does that does that good feeling hold? If not, then it's probably not worth doing. Yeah, exactly. Or not worth doing long term. Yeah, exactly. You know? like it could yeah. be like just a temporary fix, relief for the time being until we can develop that path, the recovery pathway. For sure. Um, and that's the the main thing. There's nothing wrong with foam rolling, no, but it's wrong. certainly it's one tool, um, and and if isn't working and he's seeing us because you're struggling um we're not going to revisit foam rolling yeah basically we'll start looking at newer things yeah Yeah. so what's the the better way forward or what's what do you think the best way forward for someone is Mm. i guess we could just take the path that um let's just say that they have presented with something that we think is referred from the back yeah sure um I think it goes back the to our you know pain performance continuum, which we've done podcasts on before. But in things like stretching or foam rolling, like you said, might feel good at the time and might have short-term pain relief, yep. which is fantastic. But um, it's not necessarily going to fix the problem long-term. And so, how do you then? explore things that may not necessarily affect the pain as quickly um, and build a process from that. And that's 
that's what we specialise in. That's yeah. why we have a job. <laughs> um, basically, so I tell them, I'd, I'd give them, and have conversations like this in the street all the time with people. They ask yeah. me, blah blah blah, my hip hurts, um, and I ask them what they do. And like, yeah, cool, that's good stuff. Um, and we would then look for some movements or some exercise yeah. to push it along further, and then build the process from there. So find us a starting point. Um, for the person, like getting them doing some exercises that's going to be moving them in the right direction. Yeah. And then just progressing that over time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, what about you, Barton? Like, what do you you usually, like, um, I guess, yeah, see with your patients that, you know, when they're presented with stuff, like, with this glute pain... Um, what are you thinking like long term where you're trying to get them like let's say you've got them out of that initial um, you give some strategies to ease their pain where are you thinking like longer term you want to go with them so for definitely from an uh, EP point of view I'd probably look more towards strengthening that lower back glute area um, for that long term fix so that that pain sort of strategy we've implemented will then hold uh, for that longer period um, and try and just maintain that strength then um, either with a home program or keeping them you know, coming back here in the gym to keep that strength up or to even improve it you know, mm. if they can. So you're, you're thinking more just like kind of global movements like squats and stuff like that? Yeah, squats, deadlifts, uh, RDLs, um, sort of those sort of movements to target that area. Um, even just something simple as a glute bridge yeah. um, would work for, the, for that glute area. Um, so and I guess it's yeah the pathway to get to that point is yeah. kind of where we come in and try yeah, to negotiate so, going from yeah there's a bit of a crossover there definitely between between physios and EPs as well yeah but we would do fairly similar pathways I guess uh, in that whole back region trying to get it moving to try and determine what would reduce that pain and to get them progressing forward into that strength work cool so I guess we might round this one up um I guess if you are one of these people that are just foam rolling <laughs> constantly or or you just got this pain that you can't really um, get to the bottom of, then yeah, yeah come in and definitely. get it assessed and um, we can start you on your journey from there. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Right up, we'll, um, we'll catch you on the next one, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Transcend Health Podcast. Please share this episode with someone who might find it helpful and don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes.